At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. From the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas, I'm Scott Seidenberg. It is the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. You can always follow me on Twitter at Scott's On Air and follow us all at VSIN Live. Monday Night Football wrapped up week six in the NFL with the Tennessee Titans as a five and a half, six, six and a half, depending on when you got the bet in, underdog win outright against the Buffalo Bills 34 31. Buffalo had a chance to kick a field goal at the end of regulation to send the game into overtime, but instead, Sean McDermott decided to run a quarterback sneak with Josh Allen on fourth and inches with about 10 seconds left in the game. They do not get it. They turn the football over, and the Titans come away with the upset victory. Tennessee improves to 4-2, and while the Bills drop down to 4-2. and And the questions now coming out of this game is do you evaluate either of these teams differently as a result of this performance the buffalo bills came into this game winners of four straight absolutely blowing everybody out and yes there was a reason why they were six and a half point favorites they were just dominating everyone they had those wins it was 35 nothing over the dolphins they had the 40 nothing win over the texans and um Coming into this game, everyone high on the Buffalo Bills. The Titans, not so much. Tennessee, you know, loses to the Cardinals in week one. They roll off two wins, but then they lose to the Jets in a game in which they were banged up. So let's call it for what it is. They were missing some key players. But then they win against the Jaguars, and they're still in first place in the AFC South, partially because of how bad the Colts have been this season. But this win now improves them to 4-2. and two. It elevates them in their conference standings. But I don't think the conference was ever, or the division, excuse me, was ever in jeopardy. I always felt that the Titans were the team that was going to come out of the AFC South, especially with how bad the Colts have been to start the year. But had they lost this game and fall to 3-3, three and three, they would only be one game ahead of the Indianapolis Colts. And at that point, you can start to think, well, Colts, if they get healthier at some point in the season, T.Y. Hilton's back now, they get a little bit of a boost, and maybe the Colts make it a run and make it a fight for the division. But this win is so big because it gives them an extra game cushion now. They have a two-game lead 
over the Indianapolis Colts. And they've already won one game with them. They'll play them again in a couple of weeks. But now the Tennessee Titans are in a much better position because, like I said, had they lost this game, they would only be one game up on the Colts. They play the Chiefs next week where they are underdogs. And had they lost that matchup, or, you know, they still could, but if they lose that matchup and the Colts go out there and come away with a win next week, well, then their matchup in two weeks from now could be for the division lead. So this was a massive win for the Titans for their division uh, standings right now. And now let's look ahead to that matchup with the Kansas City Chiefs. Currently on DraftKings, the Titans are a four and a half point home underdog against the Kansas City Chiefs. And you could look at that game and think that maybe it'll be similar to what we saw here with the Titans against the Bills, because the Bills and the Chiefs are kind of comparable teams, right? It was the Derrick Henry show, and every game is the Derrick Henry show. But 20 carries for 143 yards and three touchdowns for Derrick Henry in this game, as the Bills just had no answer for him. And yes, the the 143 yards was aided by a 76-yard run, so he didn't do a lot of damage on the other carries, but he did enough damage. Because when Derrick Henry carries the ball, he wears on your defense. It takes a lot of effort to bring him down. So when they're pounding him at you for 20 times a game, plus however many catches he's going to have, he had two catches in this one, it's going to wear you down. It's going to force you to bring additional defenders into the box, which then frees up wide receivers like A.J. Brown, who had seven catches for 91 yards, Julio Jones with three catches for 59 yards, and the play game, the play action game is going to become uh, big. And that's what has made the Titans so successful over the past few seasons has been Derrick Henry running the ball and Ryan Tannehill utilizing the play action. Uh, it worked tonight against the Buffalo Bills. And will it work now against the Kansas City Chiefs as their defense has just been atrocious this season? I tend to think that it won't because... I feel like the Chiefs at 3-3 three and three now are about to take off. And am I thinking this way just because of one win against Washington and Washington's a bad football team? Maybe. Maybe. But perhaps this is an opportunity uh, to buy low on the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, it's hard to buy low on a team that has uh, such short odds as they are one of the favorites to win the AFC, one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl. Right now, the Chiefs are the third favorite to win the Super Bowl behind the Bills and the Bucks, and they are the second favorite to win the AFC behind the Buffalo Bills. But I think the Chargers losing on Sunday gives the Chiefs a little more motivation. And the reason why I bring that up is because it's the same philosophy that I have in regards to the Titans and the importance of this win when it, in relation to the Indianapolis Colts. Because the matchup in two weeks from now, had the Titans lost this, could have been for the division. If the Titans lost tonight, and then they lose next week against the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, the Chiefs, at 3-3, three and three, are staring up at the Raiders, they're staring up at the Chargers. The Chargers losing to the Browns or not to the Browns, the Chargers losing to the Ravens helped Kansas City immensely. Because now, they're only one game up on the Chiefs instead of two. And so the Chiefs know that if they just run through their schedule and set up that matchup in a couple of weeks from now, about a month from now, actually a little more than a month from now, it's in December, but they set up the matchup, they can win that game and be in control of their destiny here of winning the division because all it's going to take is one more loss for the Chargers as long as they go out there and win the Kansas City Chiefs I'm talking about so the Chiefs against Washington kind of maybe figured some things out I mean think about this defensively the Chiefs have been a disaster but against Washington They only allowed 15 first downs. They only allowed 276 total yards. They forced an interception. 
They forced a fumble. And so maybe, and I know it's Washington, and Washington's been bad, but maybe it's the confidence-boosting win that the Chiefs need. And so I believe that the Titans are going to be a very attractive pick as a home underdog this coming week at plus four and a half. And I could see that line dropping down to maybe three and a half by the time we get to kickoff. And I think the Kansas City Chiefs will be the right side of that game. And as for the Buffalo Bills, coming off of this loss, I don't think it affects them at all because they're still going to win their division. This is still the best team in the AFC East. This is still the only team in the AFC East that is going to make the postseason. And they now have a bye, and then they will take care of business at home against the Dolphins, and then like, listen to their schedule. Dolphins, Jaguars, Jets, Colts, Saints, Patriots, Buccaneers. I mean, by the time they get to that Bucks game on December 12th, this team could be 10-2. and two? Really? So I don't think this loss affects the Bills uh, in any way, which you know you could argue is why Sean McDermott was so aggressive there at the end and decided to go for it on fourth down instead of kicking the field goal. So congratulations to the Titans. Come away with a big win. Congratulations to any fantasy owner of Derrick Henry uh, as maybe you got a little Monday night miracle and the three touchdowns that he had propelled you to a victory. Um, but the Bills had every opportunity and and how about the over in this game, right? It really, it was the second quarter that did it. You know, this was a 3 nothing game at the end of the first quarter. And then both teams combined for, what, 34 points in the second quarter? And then the game just shot over. And that was one of the scenarios that we had talked about coming from the Point Spread Weekly article a couple of weeks ago in the pre-bi-week systems. And one of the pre-bi-week systems was on the over on a team playing their pre-bi-week game on Monday Night Football. And that was the Buffalo Bills playing their pre-bi-week game on Monday Night Football. And the over, which was a, an extremely popular bet, right? As we talked about the, uh, the betting splits coming into this game, the over was the majority of the handle was on the over, and the over comes in with ease. So uh, we will keep an eye on those pre-bi-week trends as that one certainly came in here with the pre-bi-week game on the Monday Night Football. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You can follow along on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. The over hit on Monday Night Football, the over also hit in the American League Championship Series game between the Red Sox and the Astros, a pick that we gave out right here on last night's show. We'll take a look at the Major League Baseball postseason coming up next with me, Scott Seidenberg, right here on The Look Ahead, here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the look ahead on VSN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of The Look Ahead is presented by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. Zinn is working to create a world where you can enjoy life on your own own terms. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are a smoke-free, spit-free, and hassle-free tobacco alternative It can be enjoyed on the go anywhere and anytime so you never miss a minute of the game or the tailgate party. Available in 10 varieties, including spearmint, coffee, and citrus. Zinn can be found at convenience stores nationwide so you can find your Zinn wherever you are. Zinn's nicotine pouches are clean and discreet with no lingering smell. Plus, it's easy to use indoors or out, making it the perfect complement to your everyday. Also, Zinn comes in two strengths so you have control over your nicotine satisfaction. Zinn contains nicotine and is only for adult nicotine consumers 21 and over. Learn more and find your local retailer at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Scott Seidenberg here, The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Uh, we're going to take a look uh, at some of those uh, bi-week things coming up a little later on in the program that I mentioned last segment as the over and the Monday Night Football game did come through for one of those buy, pre-buy-week systems. Uh, we're also going to be joined by former NFL wide receiver, our very own host here on Decent, Mike Pritchard, who will join me coming up in about uh, 15 minutes or so from now. Let's talk about the Major League Baseball postseason, the American League Championship Series. Now the Red Sox have a two-games-to-one lead over the Astros, thanks to a 12-3 victory on Monday night. They were aided by a Kyle Schwarber Grand Slam, part of a six-run second inning. They were up 9 nothing after three innings, and the over is, was uh, nine runs is the pick that we gave out on last night's show. And you were guaranteed a push in the third inning. The over came in in the fourth inning when the Astros scored. Jose Urquidy got the start. He gave up six runs on five hits in an inning and two-thirds, uh, including uh, a homer. In fact, the Red Sox blasting four homers in this one. Eduardo Rodriguez got the start for the Red Sox. He allowed three runs on five hits in six innings. He struck out seven. He allowed a home run. So the Red Sox now have a two-games-to-one lead, and they have the home field advantage. They could wrap up the series by winning the next two games at Fenway Park and preventing the series from going back to Houston for games six and seven. The over has hit in all three games of this series. There were nine runs scored in game one. There were uh, 14 runs in game two and 15 runs here in game three. And in every game so far in this postseason at Fenway Park, the over has come in. There were eight runs scored in the uh, wild card game against the Yankees. There were 10 runs scored in one of the games against the Rays and 11 runs scored in the other game against the Rays. And now 15 runs in this first game here against the Astros. So taking a look uh, moving forward, Red Sox Astros, we'll see what the total comes out at. And uh, over is certainly going to be uh, a look-ahead uh, play for us as we look ahead to those lines. Um, the Astros, and uh, right now the Red Sox, excuse me, you look at their uh, odds to win the World Series. 
Um, they are the second favorite right there behind the Atlanta Braves. The Braves are up two games to none on the Dodgers. So it's the Braves and the Red Sox as your two favorites right now to win the World Series. The uh, Red Sox are minus 190 to finish off this series against the Astros, who are plus 160. The Braves, minus 190 to win their series against the Dodgers. And the Dodgers are plus 160, which is very interesting because the Dodgers in the next couple of games are are going to be heavy favorites against the Braves at Dodger Stadium. Walker Bueller against Charlie Morton in Game 3 on Tuesday. Dodgers are minus 170. Game 4... Doesn't have an announced uh, starting pitcher yet for Atlanta. It's going to be Julio Urias for the Dodgers. You would imagine the Dodgers would be a similar favorite in that one. And then game five in L.A., don't know who the starting pitcher is. Uh, Of course, it's game five if necessary because, yes, you know, they uh, they could sweep the Braves, right? The Braves can sweep. But if the Dodgers do win one of the next two games, there will be a game five that will be on Thursday. And you have to imagine that the Dodgers are going to be favored in that one as well. So if you like the Dodgers, just bet them at the plus 160 to come back and win this series rather than risking the juice. Same thing with the Braves. Why would you ever bet the minus 190 on the Braves to win the series? And they, you just bet them on the money line in these games. They're, they're plus 150 coming up here. In game three with Charlie Morton and Walker Bueller. So if you like the Braves, don't bet them at minus 190. Bet them at plus 150 to win this next game. And then you could bet them at plus 150 probably in game four. And plus 150 in game five. (laughs) And so on and so forth. If you bet the Braves on the money line already in the first two games of this series, you're up 2.5 units. Congratulations. It was minus 110 in game one, plus 150 in game two. And they won them both. So the Braves now uh, have the advantage, but I'll repeat what I said on last night's show. Atlanta won the first two games of the series last year. Yes, I know that it wasn't at home. Every game was played at Globe Life Park, but still the Dodgers had to win four out of the next uh, six games, you know, they, they, they or four out of the next five games. You know, they couldn't afford to lose any games. So the Braves won the first two. And then the Dodgers won four out of five. So the Dodgers won in seven last year against the Braves. Will it be a similar result? Don't know. But all I can tell you right now is that if you like the Dodgers, take them on the series price. And if you like the Braves, continue to play them on the money line each game. And as for the Red Sox now moving forward with the Astros, no announced starting pitchers just yet for um, Tuesday night's game four. Well, it looks like it's going to be Granke and Pavetta is what the probables are. Zach Granke and Nick Pavetta. Right now I'm seeing Red Sox minus 130 and plus 110 for the Astros. No posted total is what I'm seeing uh, on draftings just yet for that game. Uh, Should probably be around 10 if I was going to make that line. Nine and a half maybe. And... If it's 10, so hard. That's a good line. But think about it. Every game so far at Fenway has gone over. Has hit those marks, pretty much. The eight runs against the Yankees was the lowest total. Against the Rays, it was 10 runs, 11 runs, and now 15 runs. So 8, 10, 11, 15. 8, 10, 11, 15. Maybe 10 is the right number and still go over. (laughs) Um, So, you know, it's like how high can you make this line for people to uh, be on the under in this series right now? And just look at this series. Nine runs in game one, 14 runs in game two, 15 runs in game three. So there have been runs, runs, and runs in this series. And conversely, in the National League, it's um, been a little different. The game one was, or game two was five to four, so nine runs were scored. But three to two was the final in game one. 
So that went under. Uh, Dodgers against the Giants. They it was two to one. It was seven to two was one of the scores. One to nothing. Nine to two was a big score. But at Dodger Stadium, because that's what's important here. At Dodger Stadium, they won the wild card game three to one, low scoring. They lost to the Giants one nothing. They had the big win against the Giants seven to two. So two very low scoring games and one game that went over with a 7-2 to two score. And in that 7-2, to two, there was three runs scored in the eighth inning. So it was really a six-run game until the eighth inning where uh, it was, you know, the three runs were scored, one by, two by the Dodgers, one by the Giants. So that, was, that made it 7-2. to two. Um, I would lean towards the under. I lean towards the over in the American League. I lean towards the under in the National League, which is pretty much what everyone does when you consider the designated hitter coming into play. As well, but anyway, Red Sox are up two games to one. Braves are up two games to zip to zip. The series shifting to LA for uh, Game Three coming up on Tuesday night, and then also on Tuesday night is Game Four: Red Sox and the Astros. Dodgers a very heavy favorite at minus uh, 170, 175, and the Red Sox are at minus 125, minus 130 or so. Um, so that's where you have the lines for your upcoming Major League Baseball games. Coming up next, we'll be joined by our very own host here at VSIN, former NFL wide receiver Mike Pritchard, as we get back into the NFL, talk about Monday Night Football, and also look ahead to what's coming up here in Week 7. I'm Scott Seidenberg here on The Look Ahead. Don't forget, you can hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R, here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VSIN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24 7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money, and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VSIN.com data and analysis. You get everything VSIN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at vcin.com slash subscribe. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. The look ahead here on vcin, the sports betting network. Joined now by our very own host of betting across America, former NFL wide receiver, Mike Pritchard. Pritch, thanks so much for joining me here on the look ahead. Let's talk about this Monday night football game. Did anything that you saw from either the Bills or the Titans change your opinion on either team after tonight's outcome? Not really, Scott. Great to be with you, too, by the way. The only thing that, that might change my outcome looking forward, and it could be the stage tonight is Monday Night Football, was that was the Titans offense that I think a lot of people expected to see uh, early on. You know, mixing the run with Derrick Henry, uh, getting the defense to commit to that or be worried about or think about the run anyway, uh, and then be able to hit some play-action passes on the outside to A.J. Brown, Julio as well. Uh, but we hadn't seen that because of injuries, the Julio, slow starts, uh, Tannehill, new offensive coordinator. But, you know, week five, week six, week seven, October football, getting into November football, this is about the time when we we should see uh, what teams are all about. So I, I think that was revealing. Not, not as shocked by it, but but happy that it finally showed up because now I can – look at the Tennessee Titans a little bit differently now. Yeah, I don't think anything really changes for the Buffalo Bills. This is still a team that's going to win their division and represent the AFC East in the playoffs. Uh, But how high or low are you on the Buffalo Bills in their potential to get back to the AFC Championship game this year? I'm still high on them. You know, I I say this all the time. Uh, You know, the football season, the regular season, uh, is is a collection of quizzes. Like, you're trying to get better each and every week at the same time, stay healthy, but then also prime yourself for a playoff run. And, and right now, I don't want to see the Buffalo Bills peaking. I do want to see some flaws. I want to see them work out some things or work on some things that they need to improve on. And, and we saw that tonight. I mean, I think McDermott, you know, look, he could have went into overtime, but, but like I said, you know, like you just said, they're going to win a division. They feel mm-hmm. pretty good about where they are. 
why why go to overtime and risk something else? And and so uh, I wasn't shocked that he didn't go to overtime kicking a field goal, but then, you know, let's try to win it. But then also understanding there's a lot more football to go uh, for this season. Yeah, what do they say? Uh, you go play for overtime at home, you play for the win on the road. Uh, that's usually uh, what they say. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about the Raiders, uh, Mike. This obviously was a, a very trying week for them with uh, the whole John Gruden situation. And, and I had talked about this game you know, many different ways because I felt that, you know, was was last week the distraction week, you know, the week before Gruden got fired, and was this week the, the week that they all came together? What have you what did you notice from the Raiders this week? And just from a player's perspective, kind of try and take us into that locker room. What is going on with the players and uh just your impression of how they handled the everything that they've been going through and ultimately leading to a win this weekend. Yeah, Scott, I mean, I think it's a unique situation, unprecedented for sure. But uh, so I'll take you into the locker room first. I, I think the distraction was last week, uh, right before the Bears game, because it happened on a Friday. Uh, you have team meetings, and certainly you're going to meet in the team hotel before the game. Uh, and, and so, look, it's up to Joe, John Gruden to either come clean or, or hide the truth from the players. And, and I think Coach Gruden came clean, like, look, there's emails released. There's probably going to be more emails uh, so this is what was said, and this is I'm just laying it on the table, and, and I think that was the distraction because there was no focus mm-hmm. by that football team against the Bears. Now you remove John Gruden, and okay, a week leading up to the game against the Broncos is a divisional game. You're having team meeting after team meeting after team meeting. You're you're airing it out. You're, you're telling everybody how you feel because you just got to get it off your chest so you can focus on the game. But but I said this during the week. I, I thought that the game was was the utopia for the Raiders. It was the escape hmm. from all the mess and all the noise of John Gruden. And they can focus and, and concentrate on something that they're passionate about, and that's playing a game. Yeah, and they certainly did. Uh, talking to our very yeah. own Mike Pritchard, host of uh, Betting Across America here on VSIN, former NFL wide receiver. It's the look ahead. Scott Seidenberg here on VSIN. Uh, sticking in that division, the Kansas City Chiefs, Mike, they're still one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl still one of the favorites to come out of the AFC. Uh, I think the Chargers losing was so big for the Kansas City Chiefs because I think mentally it, it, it tells them that they're still alive for that divisional race. I think if the Chargers had won and the Chiefs were two games back, they would feel a little differently. But your opinion now on the Kansas City Chiefs, we saw their defense get a little bit better this past week. Granted, it was against the Washington football team. Right, right. Uh, yeah, I mean, both of those teams have horrible defenses, and <laughs> it just so happens that Patrick Mahomes, even though he tried to give a game away in the second half, he looked more like himself, and and the Kansas City Chiefs were rolling there in the second half. But uh, I, I, I still have questions about the defense. I, I don't know when or if they can solve the issues that they have there. It's a get-better league, Scott, and, and I don't see how that side of the ball is going to get better with the people that they have on that side of the ball. Now, Chris Jones getting healthy, that's going to help. I get that. Um, but I, that's just one guy. And they have a lot of flaws on that side of the ball. Now, offensively, too, I think the offensive line is pretty pretty young on, the, on one side, the right side in particular. Now, they'll get better. I believe Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy will help them get better. But the running game, where is the running game for the Kansas mm-hmm. City Chiefs? Because the book is out on how to slow down Patrick Mahomes. And with that defense... If you slow down that offense, generate turnovers, make them punt or make them earn it, uh, then you have a chance in the fourth quarter to win games. And and we all know as they play better teams uh, in the playoffs, if they make the playoffs, then, then that's going to hurt uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, I believe. Let's go over to the NFC. The Dallas Cowboys are the only team that's perfect against the spread so far this yeah. season. It's unbelievable what they have done. Uh, is it start to time to start taking them seriously in terms of the potential to win the NFC? Oh, big time, big time. I, you know, when we watched the Thursday night football game with Dak Prescott, Tom Brady, didn't go at it toe to toe. You're thinking, okay, that was an outlier. But then uh, I, I think the Dallas Cowboys have backed it up uh, because they're on this winning streak and it's incredible winning at home. Uh, like you said about uh, been great dynamite ATS, but yet their offense is so explosive on all levels, all three levels, uh, short, intermediate, deep, 
They can run the football. They can get physical that way, too. It's just one of the better offenses, if not the best offense in the league right now. And, and to think that Jerry Jones was apprehensive about paying Dak Prescott, <laughs> which is crazy to think about right now because that guy clearly has elevated himself into a top, top-tier status. And, and that's where it starts for me. If you have a top-tier quarterback, then everything else kind of falls in line. And defensively, they're getting after it as well. Cowboys plus 600 to win the NFC. They are the fifth favorite to win the NFC. Uh, over in the NFC West, the two-team race between the Cardinals and the Rams. And despite the Cardinals having a win over the Rams, Pritch, the Rams <laughs> are the favorite to win that division. Are you buying that the Rams are still the favorite, or would you lean towards the Cardinals? You know, I, right now, Scott, I, I have to lean towards the Rams just because we, we've seen it. And they're improved with a better quarterback, Matthew Stafford. The, the Cardinals, we've seen them have hot starts. Not this, not to this level, I'll grant, grant you that. But uh, and then they falter because of injuries. You know, no, I, I still think they have some older players, key players, on that roster. And if Kyler Murray can can remain healthy enough to play like he's playing, then at the end of the year, we're probably going to lean towards the Cardinals. But. But that's the question mark for me. That's the biggest question mark. Kyler Murray staying healthy, uh, and then the elder statesmen uh, on this roster being able to contribute the way that they have so far early in the year. Is he your MVP right now, Kyler Murray? No, no, Dak. I mean, Dak is incredible okay, right yeah. now. He's a comeback player of the year and MVP at this <laughs> point. But uh, just so many candidates. I mean, everybody's – look at Tom Brady, what that guy's doing. I mean, Look at Derrick Henry. Back, you know, Derrick Henry, too. I mean, there's a lot of candidates right now. Uh, in the league. It's early on, though. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Mike, I appreciate the conversation. Love talking football with you, and I uh, can't wait to do it again. Good luck this weekend. Thank you. Good luck to you, Scott, as well. There he is, Mike Pritchard, host of uh, VEASAN's Betting Across America, former NFL wide receiver. Great insight when it comes to uh, you know everything that's going on in the world of football. And yeah, you know, we were probably a week late to the party here with the with the Raiders, like he, he talked about, and he brought us inside what goes into those team meetings and whatnot. That Yeah, that game against the Bears was probably the time to fade them, and it showed with their performance on the field, and this week was the time to back them. Thankfully, I got talked into backing them, and that was probably my only win on a, what was a brutal Sunday. Um, but the Raiders... They are now 4-2 and two and still believe that they have a chance here in the AFC West. Uh, we'll talk about those futures coming up next here in the NFL and some awards talk as well. I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. 
You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. for all the action this NBA season with the VSIN Basketball Betting Experts. Grab your copy of the VSIN Pro Basketball Betting Guide now with strategies, predictions, and best bets to stay ahead of the odds makers. Our hoops experts, including Jonathan Von Tobel, provide strategy and advice, as well as predictions for conference winners, win totals, playoff teams, and player awards. This digital guide is a must-have, so give yourself a betting edge this season. And get your copy now for only $9.99 at vcin.com slash subscribe. Yes, do yourself a favor and get that betting guide. It's going to help you win some money this NBA season. Jonathan Von Tobel, our uh, NBA betting expert, uh, he will join us coming up on tomorrow's show as we talk some hoops. And we'll get you ready for the two games coming up on Tuesday night a little later on in the program. Let's talk some futures, shall we? In the NFL, my thanks to Mike Pritchard for joining me last segment as we talked about uh, the NFL, and I asked him if Kyler Murray was his MVP, and he said it's Dak Prescott right now. Well, Dak and Kyler Murray uh, are are pretty much up there as your favorites. Um, It's actually a three-team race, if you will, for the favorites. It's Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, and Dak Prescott, all at plus 400 as your MVP favorites. Tom Brady is next, along with Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford, then Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, then Derek Carr, uh, and then it goes even further down the list. You got, you know, I'm sure Derek Henry finds his name up that list as well. But Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray, all up there as your favorites right now to win the MVP. And it's hard to argue... Um, you know, about the MVP odds, as you see it there on your screen, um, Cowboys with and without Dak is just unbelievable. That it's, well, last season was um, was incredible numbers when, let's see, it was 20 in 2020. These were the numbers, right? With Dak Prescott, the Dallas Cowboys averaged 36.2 points per game without 6.5 points per game. Passing yards, 371.2 without 118. And total yards, 488 and without 243. From in 2020, they ranked first in points, first in passing yards, first in total yards. And... Without Dak, they ranked 32nd in all three categories. It's just, it's incredible how um, the Cowboys, with or with, with and without Dak Prescott, those numbers would lead you to believe that he is, in fact, the most valuable player in the NFL in terms of the word value. But he is playing at a different level right now this season. I mean, Dak Prescott is having a tremendous year for the Dallas Cowboys, and, you know, good reason uh, why the Cowboys have found themselves this success so far early on in the season. Right now, Dak Prescott has thrown for 1,813 yards, 16 touchdowns, and four interceptions. He is, I believe, fifth in the league in passing, behind Brady, Carr, Mahomes, and Stafford. But he's averaging, his average um, is actually, his average per pass is actually pretty high. His yards per game uh, is fifth in the NFL. Touchdowns, he ranks third in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes has 18 touchdowns. Tom Brady has 17 touchdowns. Dak Prescott has 16 touchdowns. But Mahomes, 18 touchdowns and eight interceptions. Brady 17 and 3, Dak 16 and 4. 
And it's just been uh, really what a season it's been for Dak Prescott. What a season it's been for the Dallas Cowboys. Offensive Player of the Year award. Uh, Dak, not exactly up there. Derrick Henry, however, is up there. Derrick Henry is your favorite to win the Offensive Player of the Year award. And after Monday Night Football, how could you argue? As he had just another big-time performance. And you know what's crazy? When you talk about MVP and the word value, where would the Tennessee Titans be without Derrick Henry? He is their entire offense. What makes their offense go is the ability to run the ball, the threat of running the ball with Derrick Henry, combined with the play-action pass and how good Ryan Tannehill is at the play-action pass and getting those wide receivers involved, wide receivers like A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. But the Titans, without Derrick Henry, they don't have that running threat. And so teams don't have to move up and put extra defenders in the box. And so the play-action fake in the passing game doesn't work as effectively as it does with Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is the Tennessee Titans. So, you know, you want to talk about the word value, most valuable player should be Derrick Henry. But in terms of Offensive Player of the Year, he is your favorite. Devontae Adams is up next, followed by Kyler Murray, Cooper Cup, Lamar Jackson, Nick Chubb. Uh, Defensive Player of the Year, honestly, do we have to even um, talk about this? Miles Garrett is the favorite, but he shouldn't be right now. It's Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs with yet another interception and a pick six, actually, uh, on Sunday. Diggs became the player, the longest, he tied the longest streak of having an interception to begin a season in NFL history with the six straight games, right? He also has the most interceptions by a Cowboys player in a season since Everson Walls had nine in 1985. You know, he's got seven interceptions already. And Miles Garrett, yes, he, uh, you know, is having a great season. He leads the NFL in sacks right now. But to put it into perspective, he's got eight sacks on the year. Trayvon Diggs has seven interceptions. Uh, Miles Garrett's got eight sacks, nine tackles for loss. T.J. Watt right behind him. And T.J. Watt was the guy that I picked before the season started when we were going over our NFL futures. He is plus 600. T.J. Watt is your third favorite. Um, T.J. Watt was the guy that I selected to win the award because, you know, I love the way he gets after the quarterback and the way that he, um, you know, always goes after the football, but Miles Garrett and and TJ Water right there. Eight sacks, seven sacks, whatever. Trayvon Diggs has seven interceptions. The next player close to him is Micah Hyde of Buffalo, who has just three. And he's got two interception returns for touchdowns this year. I mean, Trayvon Diggs is playing on a completely different level. Um, Comeback player of the year, Dak Prescott's going to win this award. He's minus 300. There's no one else that's going to win that award. He's minus 300. The next closest player is Joe Burrow, and he's plus 800. So don't think that's going to be a a contest here. Offensive Rookie of the Year could be close. I originally thought that it wasn't going to be close because I felt Jamar Chase was going to run away with this award. And Jamar Chase is your favorite right now. He's plus 300. But Mac Jones has, and even in the loss to the Cowboys, which was a disappointing loss. Mac Jones threw for 229 yards, two touchdowns, and he's quietly having an okay season. Um, I think he's been better than, um, you know, what has been advertised about him. The numbers might not be, you know, that great, but he's completing 71% of his passes. He's got seven touchdowns, six picks. He's fumbled three times, which is not good. Um, but I think he's doing a serviceable job, and he's only getting better. 
And so if he keeps getting better and Chase falls off a little bit, this race could be closer. But right now it is Jamar Chase's award to lose, um, you know, the way that he is certainly playing uh, right now. There's a big story in college football. And uh, unfortunately, it's involving a coach losing his job. And it has to do over um, vaccine mandates in the state. Uh, But Nick Rolovich is out at Wazoo, at Washington State. And from a betting perspective, does that mean that they are an auto-fade coming up this week? We will get into that, plus more college football discussion coming up next. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You can follow on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S. O-N-A-I-R. Follow us all at VSIN Live. You can head to vsin.com, find out all the fun ways you can watch and listen to us here on VSIN. This is the look ahead coming to you from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.